What's up, everyone? Good morning and welcome to our online Water's Edge worship experience. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today and tuning in. For those of you that continue to give online, thank you so much for your generosity. It always helps us love more people and help more people and feed more people and serve more people. Your generosity helps us transform lives. It also helps us serve hurting people in our community and it makes the hands and feet of Jesus very visible. Also, for those of you that continue to share these online messages with your friends and family, thank you so much for doing that. These messages are very important and very shareable. So if you have some people that are going through a tough time in life, let them know that we love them and share this service with them. Also, for those of you that are local listeners and you're ready to get back to worshiping live and in person, we want you to know that we have two live and in-person services every single Sunday at 9.30 and 11.15 a.m. We have full experiences for both services, a full worship experience. We have a full open cafe, kids' church, nursery. So if you're a local listener and you would love to come back and hang out with us, we have two services. We would love to see you there. Okay, now sometimes in life, Life gets very, very difficult. And sometimes in life, it's easy not to get pushed over the edge. Today, we continue with our current series entitled Reunion. And let me just explain that to you in this way. Sometimes in this life, it can feel like we've lost parts of ourselves, parts that we never wanted to lose, parts of our identity, parts of our love, parts of our faith, parts of the core of who we are. And so in this series, I want us to look at this question, and this is what it is, and remember this today. What could you rediscover in your life today that could give you hope for tomorrow? And when I ask that question, this is what we mean, and remember this. What are some parts of you that you feel like you've lost, and they were the best parts of you, and you would love to recapture those parts of you as you go forward in life? again. That's what this series is about. It's about how sometimes in life, when we feel like we've lost some things about ourselves, sometimes it's good to look back, but not to dwell all over again on the past or the mistakes or the guilt or the regret or the shame, but to look back and recapture, have a reunion with those parts of our life that we never wanted to lose and that God never wanted us to lose about our life. And so this series should be very helpful and very therapeutic. Now, let's get started with one of the passages that we looked at last week. Let's revisit it. And it's this passage, John chapter 15, starting in verse 9. Jesus says this, I have loved you even as the Father has loved me. Remain in my love. When you obey my commandments, you remain in my love, just as I obey my Father's commandments and remain in his love. I've told you these things so that you will be filled with my joy. Yes, your joy will overflow. This is my commandment. Notice this. Love each other in the same way that I've loved you. There is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. You're my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you slaves because a master doesn't confide in his slaves. Now you're my friends since I've told you everything the Father has told me. You didn't choose me. I chose you. And I appointed you to go and produce lasting fruit so that the Father will give you whatever you ask for using my name. Verse 17, this is so important. This is my commandment, love each other. And so as we start with this passage today, I want you to understand that one of the main things that God calls us to do, and we all know this, is love each other. We have to love other people. But in this life, we all have limits. 
We all feel like sometimes we are losing parts of ourselves, and we want to recapture parts of those self. And one of the things that we want to recapture is we want to love other people the way that God wants us to love other people. We want to treat other people the way Jesus calls us to treat other people. We want to accept other people and forgive other people and give compassion to other people the way Jesus does. And so Jesus says, this is my commandment. You're no longer my slaves. You're my friends. I laid down my life for my friends. I confide in you. I believe in you. I love you. And this is what I want you to do. I want you to love each other just like I have loved you. And so sometimes we feel like we've lost the way we've loved other people and we want to capture that and bring it back into our life. Now, we all have limits in our life. We all have limits with our stress levels, our anxiety levels, our depression levels, our relationships, our finances, our emotions, and our thoughts in our mind. And sometimes our levels that we go through in this life can reach the edge. It can reach the tipping point. And we all live our life needing love because we all have loss. We all reach the tipping point in our life. We all get taken to the edge and we all need love, which is why Jesus said, love each other because we all have loss. Everyone that you come in contact with has a story and everything about their life, there's a thing behind the thing. There's a story behind the story. If they have heartbreak, there's a story behind the story. If they have anger, there's a story behind the story. If they have anxiety, there's a story behind the story. If they have depression, if they have resentment, there's a story behind the story. We're all going through things. We're all going through pain. We've all experienced loss. And so we need to love each other. Now today, this is going to be very, very helpful, but I also think this is going to be very tense because today I want to talk to you about those actual people in our life that can cause us to lose parts of ourselves. those actual people in our life that can push us over the edge and bring us to the edge and bring us to our tipping point and completely run us into exhaustion. Now, remember this today, if you're still with me, say I'm still with you. When chaos owns your life and your time, then stress owns your heart. Let me say that again. When chaos owns your life and your time, then stress is always going to own your heart. Chaos in your life will always push you to your limits. Chaos in your mind, chaos in your relationships, chaos in your home, chaos in your daily schedule, chaos in your time with God, chaos in your relationships will always push you to your limits and many times take you past your limits. Now, do you ever have anyone in your life that's just all over you, man? All over you. I mean, that friend, that family member, that coworker, whoever, that always seems to be right on top of you and your space. I mean, in your space, pushing your limits, creating stress for you, creating tension for you, heartache for you, anxiety for you, frustration for you, exhaustion for you in your life. We probably all do. And so how do we deal with people like that and still love Jesus? Jesus told us to love each other in the same way that he has loved us, but we all have people in our life that push us to our limits. And these people hurt us sometimes and it causes you and I to lose parts of ourselves. So how do we deal with them as they take us to our limits and still love like Jesus does. Now, there are people in our life who will violate your personal physical boundaries. They always cross lines. There are people in your life who will violate your personal business. They ask questions about your life. They have no business asking you. And there are people in your life that'll violate your personal time. Whatever you can give is never enough. It's never enough, especially out of times when you're needing to focus on you 
focus on your work, focus on your relationships, focus on your faith. It's never enough for them, especially when it's crucial for you to focus on other things. They cross lines and they violate. There are also people in your life who will make you feel stupid and wrong for having just a different opinion than they do or seeing things differently than they do. You can't get into a serious conversation because if you have any disagreement, they make you feel stupid. They make you feel like a fool. The bottom line is people like this are toxic and they're exhausting and they will take you to the edge. They will take you past your limits and they will cause you to lose parts of yourself that you never wanted to lose. These people will cause you to become someone that you never wanted to become. There are people in your life who will push you to your limits. They make you stress. They make you uncomfortable, make you anxious. They make you sad. They make you nervous. They make you tired. They push you. You have people in your life right now that are pushing you. Also, we all live with a story. And many people, like we said, there's a story behind the story. Many people cannot see past their own story to see your pain. They only see the chaos in their own life, but they also create chaos in your life. And when chaos owns your life, then stress owns your heart. And remember that. The struggle is this, how do I love like Jesus? And at the same time, put a healthy distance in between me and those people that are taking me to my limits and past my limits. People that are hurting me and causing me to lose parts of myself because these people in my life have caused me to lose some things that I never wanted to lose. We're gonna answer that question today. Also, let me talk about the other side. And this is what's gonna be tense and heavy. Do other people in your life tend to push away from you? run away from you, make you feel rejected, push away from you all the time. And in your mind, it kind of feels like they're pushing you out, doesn't it? In your mind, it kind of feels like now you're invisible to these people. In your mind, it feels like they're rejecting you, but it may not be that way. It may be that you're doing something that's exhausting them and taking them to their limits. And so they're just trying to protect their heart and their peace and their mind and their faith. And so they have to distance themselves from you. To you, it may feel like a rejection. To you, it may feel like you're being treated unfairly or invisible. But to them, they're simply pushing away from you for a reason because they're trying to protect their heart and their peace and their mind. It's not that they're really rejecting you. They're just trying to keep you from bringing them to their limits over and over again. And so here's a great test for all of us. If you're still with me, say I'm still with you and notice this today. Evaluate the type of people who run from you. If they're kind and loving people, then you may be the type of person who's a little bit toxic. And this is what I mean by toxic. You push people's physical boundaries, you push people's personal boundaries, and you violate people's personal time. You ask questions that not everyone is comfortable with. You enter into someone's physical space that not everyone is comfortable with, and you demand time and attention that not everyone is comfortable with. And you can't accuse these people of rejecting rejecting you simply because they don't want to be around you because you're taking them to their limits. You can't make people feel that way if you're making them feel exhausted on the inside. Sometimes people are just arrogant and they're mean and they reject people. But when kind and good people start to push away from you, then that's when you and us, we need to ask ourselves some questions. Why is that? And this can be a friend who does that to you. This can be a coworker, family member, church member, whoever. And so you can't always be the victim Sometimes you have to understand that you may be the violator too. 
So here's my heart for all of us today. I obviously want us all to love like Jesus because we're all followers of Jesus. But sometimes in order to do that, then you need to know your limits. If you really wanna love people correctly, you have to know your limits also. Because if you allow people to push you past your limits, past your tipping point, then you're gonna ruin your story with them. You're gonna lose parts of yourself. And then some people, some people are gonna cause you to become the type of person that you never wanted to become in the first place. Notice this passage in Galatians chapter six. If you're still with me, say I'm still with you. Notice what Paul says starting in verse two. Share each other's burdens and notice the word burdens. In this way, obey the law of Christ. If you can think that you're too important to help someone, you're really fooling yourself. You're not that important. Pay careful attention to your own work. Notice that, or your own load, your own work. For then you will get the satisfaction of a job well done and you won't need to compare yourself to anyone else for we are all each responsible for our own conduct. Notice that we are all responsible for our own conduct. Now, let me just make this simple for us today. If you're still with me, I'm still with you. Right here, Paul says that we are supposed to carry each other's burdens, but we're also supposed to carry our own load or do our own work. Now, I want you to make a notice this today and remember this. The word burden means this. It means something that you or someone else can't handle in their life. It's not manageable. If you have a burden, you have something in your life that you cannot manage and you cannot handle that's what a burden is. But I want you to notice what Paul means when he says your own work or your own load. This is the requirements of your life that you can handle and that you should be able to manage. And so in one sense, Paul says, let's help each other carry each other's burdens, those things that we can't manage. But you also have your own responsibilities and you need to take care of those yourself. That way you're not pushing other people to their limits. When someone has a burden, something they can't manage or handle, then we help them carry that burden. Jesus says, love people. Love people like I have loved you and my burden is light and I don't put burdens on people. So help the people around you that you love carry their burdens. We're going through heartache, pain, storms, loss. It's overwhelming. We cannot manage these things. It's heavy. Let's help each other. But we are not called to do someone else's own work. We're not called to meet someone else's responsibilities. We're not called to meet their requirements for them. And we can't help anyone carry their burdens if we're tied down feeling someone else's responsibilities or work for them. And so help carry a burden for people when they need help, but don't do their work for them. You can't fix someone else's relationship problems. That's their work. You can't fix someone else's finances. You can't fix someone else's marriage. You can't fix someone else's faith. You can't fix someone else's irresponsibilities or lack of discipline. That's their own work. You can't fix that for people. You can help carry their burdens when they're hurting, but you cannot do what they're supposed to do in their own life to manage their own life. And some people will enter your life and try to get you to do that and it will take you to your limits. And if you do, you will absolutely lose parts of yourselves. And we need to be accountable anyway. And so if you're helping other people fulfill their responsibilities and they're not doing their own work, then you're not teaching them to be accountable for their life. You have to own your own work. And there's something else Paul says, don't compare yourself to other people because we're responsible for our own life and our own conduct and our own story. Stop comparing yourself. You're responsible for your own life and your own story. A victim 
a violator, will always hold other people responsible for their life. I'm sad. It's their fault. I'm devastated. It's not my fault. I'm going through a tough time. It's someone else's fault. Sooner or later, we must stop comparing ourselves and take responsibility for our own life. Now, notice this verse. If you're still with me, Sam's still with you. Galatians chapter 6, verse 7. The missionary says, don't be misled. You cannot mock the justice of God. You will always harvest what you plant. Now, this is a principle of life. You harvest what you plant. If you plant apple seeds, you don't get grapes, you get apples. And it works the same way in our life with our choices and our decisions. There's good choices and there's bad choices that produce results and fruit. We reap what we sow. We harvest what we plant. And God uses this to teach us great lessons that sometimes we have to be accountable for our own work. If you have a burden in your life that you can't manage, we need to help you carry that. But if you're trying to put your own responsibility on someone else, then you're not going to learn to be accountable for your own life. And so we have to be responsible for what we can manage. Have your personal boundaries been crossed by someone in your life? Well, first, let's define a healthy boundary. Notice this today. A healthy boundary is knowing your limits in each relationship that you have. In each relationship with people, you have limits. You set boundaries when you realize what your limits are. Now, when setting a boundary with someone else in your life, here's two crucial questions to ask. Notice this today. Number one, if you're still with me, say I'm still with you. What can you give without feeling depleted? Their demands can overwhelm you. They expect from you. Many of these things can overwhelm you. But what can you give out of the goodness of your heart in a place where it doesn't make you feel depleted? If someone else's demands on your life, time, energy, always deplete you of your joy, your peace, your happiness, your energy, then it's time for a boundary. And a boundary will tell you what you can give to that person without crossing your limits. That's why we set boundaries. The second thing is this, if you're still with me, Sam, so still with you. What can you do for someone without violating your own personal values? Someone who pushes you to your limits many times will try to get you to violate your own personal character, integrity, and values. They push you to use, but you're fighting hard to stay sober. They're pushing you to spend, but you're fighting hard to save money. They're pushing you to be alone with them, but you do not want to be because you're uncomfortable with them. They're pushing you to be negative, but you're fighting hard to be positive. They're pushing you to gossip, but you want to be kind and gentle now. They're pushing you into temptation, but you want to be Christ-like. They're pushing you to hate, but you want to love. Sometimes we need boundaries because we have people in our life that are trying to talk us into going against our values. And when you recognize that, that's when you have to set a boundary. And your limits will vary from person to person. Some people give you life. Some people take life from you. The people that give you life, you can let them close and you love them. But the people that take life from you, you still love them, but you have to keep them at a distance simply because of the chaos that they bring in your life. Some people just don't take from you. They also give life to you and they love you deeply. Let them inside. But the people that suck life from you, love them from a distance and you can love them on the fringes. And so here's a few pointers on how to set a boundary and love people on the fringes. Love people that you have to place at a distance. The first pointer is this, number one, control what you can control. You cannot control people's demands on you, but you can control this. Stop trying to meet all of those demands. You don't have to. You cannot control what people expect of you, but you can control how you meet their expectations because you do not. 
Do what you can do for them without it taking you to your limits. If this is a burden, if they have a burden, help them, but let them take ownership over their own work. The next thing is this. Be very, very specific. In times of relationship tension, don't just say, hey, be nicer to me. Be kinder to me. Just trust me. If you're at your limits, let people know, because if not, it will steal parts of you that you never wanted to lose. We all want to love people like Jesus. We all want to forgive people like Jesus. We all want to help people like Jesus, have compassion like Jesus. But if you allow people to constantly take you to your limits, then you're going to have nothing but tension with people. And you can't show people Jesus when you have tension. Sometimes they create it. So if you still want to show them Jesus, you have to set boundaries so you can love them from a distance and not let that negativity pull you into the chaos. And we desire that reunion with the best parts of who we used to be. And one of the ways we have that reunion is this. There have been people in our life that have stolen from us and they have left voids in our life. And the one way that we move forward is we start to fill those voids, those empty spaces in our life that other people have left with the grace of God and the love of God. This is the first step and this is the first step into stepping into peace on the inside. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Thank you so much for tuning in. We love you and we cannot wait to see you back next week.